Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we want to thank you all for tuning into our podcast, The Sports Plebes. I'm Nate Dar, joined as always by my co-host Joe Timler and our producer Matt Arnold. Lots to go over today, as always. Carson Wentz gets traded to my Indianapolis Colts. Our thoughts on that. J.J. Watt, is he trolling with his tweets? I don't know if you guys saw that, but he just put out something about the, the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, and everybody's freaking out about it, even though it probably means nothing. Uh, the Nets are on fire, even without Kevin Durant. We touch on some college b-ball. Uh, great Michigan-Ohio State game this weekend. Notre Dame and IU feels like their bubbles might have been burst. And wrapping things up, as always, with our social media story, Joe's Bets of the Week. Matt, Joe, how are you guys this evening? Nate, I'm doing better. I have thought out, you may have detected a little bit of vacation envy on my side. I tried to mask it well. While we were all in the frozen center of the hot pocket, as a meme goes, you were on the, the nice hot edges in southern Florida. You deserve it, though, man. I hope you had a great time. But, yeah, I, it was minus 11 with wind chills, minus 25 here at the lowest point. We had a bathroom freeze. Thankfully, the pipes didn't burst, so everything thawed out and it was good. So we dodged a bullet there. Uh, it was it was 65 degrees today here, though, so it, it definitely warmed up. We're out of the, the woods now. It's going to get back into the 40s, but, man, I can't complain. Didn't No big damage to the house. We're going hit, uh, to Phoenix for spring break here in a couple weeks, so that'll be awesome. So uh, hopefully you can be just as envious of me then as I was of you this past week. Phoenix is a fun town, man. Yeah, no. I've, I've never I've, been. Yeah, Phoenix is a fun town. Um, yeah, it was great, man, honestly. And we didn't. We did not Ted Cruz this, as you were accusing me. You had this planned? (laughs) Yeah, I actually had the. I did not have the money or the resources to just up and go down to Sanibel Island for a a getaway week when I feel like it. So we were a little worried, though, because we got down there and then all this is happening. And I'm like, you know, we aren't like running any faucets in our house. And like like 60 degrees because we're going to be there, you know, so. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm, yeah, we were lucky too. Fortunate there was no damage on the house. So there are still giant icicles on the side of my house that I guess could do something, but I've knocked off some of them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, it was beautiful down there. 75 degrees, sunny pretty much every day. Aria went down, made a bunch of sandcastles with her on the beach. They have a big pool with a tiki bar next to it. So I was hanging out there watching IU lose heartbreakingly to Michigan State, unfortunately. Mm. Um but yeah, man, other than that, you know, we got back. It was a good flight with the seven-month-old Darren back. Uh, could not have, I mean, we were literally probably got 10 compliments on the plane on the flight back, which was early in the morning, too. So we were nervous about that. But she, nice, uh, she fussed for maybe a total of like two or three minutes in the middle of the flight and then went back to sleep. So did you have one um, flight or two flights? Was there a connecting flight? There was two. It was, no, it was, it was so South Bend actually has an awesome one-way trip pretty much every weekend i think or like constantly kind of to punta gorda which is an hour like northeast of sanibel i believe um, which is where grandma so like yeah it's sick so and i mean the south bend airport is you know a not even a 10 minute drive from my house and my uh my grandparents have a condo down there so we stay for free which is pretty sweet we just have to pay for the flights and the food and we took my in-laws too which was nice because yeah. I didn't even think about that, but they were obviously super thankful because they didn't have to pay to stay there or anything. And so they paid for, we probably went out to eat five or six times and I only paid, paid once. Cause like it was near the end and I was like, I got to like get it. Yeah. Once. You got to pick up something. <laughs> like, yeah. But I mean, they probably paid for 
three, four, five hundred dollars worth of food for me. Yeah, at least five hundred dollars of food for me and my family over the weekend or over the week. So that was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, man, it's good. It's good to be back. Good to be back to work, you know. And I mean, we missed, like you said, like I mean, it's not sixty-five here, but it's like four. It was forty degrees today, you know. So we clearly yeah. got out of Dodge the best week was possible. But um, while we were down there, it seems like every time I'm down there, there's like something crazy that happens in sports. I think. The first, oh God, I don't remember what happened the first time I was down there. Something with Notre Dame football, I feel. But the second time I was, was it down Golson? there. Was it the Golson suspension? Yeah, it might have been the Golson. Yeah, I think it was, actually. So the second time, <laughs> second or third time I was down, this is, I mean, I've been down there a bunch, obviously. Yeah. But this is with Alicia. Like, so the second time I was down there was the, uh, oh, my God, uh, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers Cleveland Browns game where uh, Miles Garrett took off his oh. helmet. Yeah. And like literally everybody's talking about it. Even Mason Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like even like grandmas that don't give a crap about football. Like, Did you see that man attack? <laughs> you know, like, it was, <laughs> and then this time, you know, Carson Wentz gets traded. And uh, yeah, if you want to get right into that, man. Um, I mean, I, I've had oh. a week, I've had a week to like talk myself into it. And um, obviously, as you know, you was well documented with me and you. I thought two second round picks was too much. So they ended up potentially giving up a worst case scenario. It's a second and a third best case scenario. I think for the Colts, it's a first and a third because um, which I think I still like that better than two second rounders. I don't know. I value those second rounders. Okay. Okay. I I did. You know, we like I said, like I I think our our GM's really good at, at. at getting these guys in the in the 40 to 60 range that end up being impact um, impact players for us pretty much immediately he's had pretty good track record of that ballard's a stud um yeah i think the condition is what 75 percent of the snaps Wentz has to play and that turns it into a first round if and if Wentz plays 75 percent of the snaps like i think you guys make the playoffs yeah or or the colts make the playoffs if the colts make the playoffs it's a first rounder as well which is yeah. an interesting caveat oh okay this, again, so that's another one okay i don't see how Wentz like doesn't start 75 percent of the games when we make the playoffs it seems like that was just it was that was like probably something they asked for at the last second and we were like yeah whatever fine if we make the playoffs <laughs> make sure you can have our first round pick, you know so like, yeah we made the playoffs with phil rivers sir we're we'll do that yeah. that's fine yeah, yeah, seriously. So, and it'd be hilarious if they like signed a, if like Wentz got nicked up and like ended up missing, what would it be like five games? And then like yeah. their bet, they went, they went like two and three in those five with whoever their backup is and end up still making the play. That's like technically our best case scenario because then we would somehow still give them a second round. <laughs> yeah, that's like the Eagles Super Bowl season. I mean, he, he got yeah. hurt at the wrong time, but yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah, he got hurt late that, that season. It was like week 13 or 14. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, here's the thing with it too. Uh, Luke Latimer, um, who you guys know, obviously he's a diehard Colts fan as am I. And he, he put it really well. He said, I am optimistically nervous. And I was like, yeah, that's a, mm. that's a great way of, of it. That's exactly how I feel. Like, I'm like, you know, and here's the, here's the thing, which he said too, that made me, he's like, you want to swing, man. Like, he's like, the worst thing you can do is be complacent. And he's like, and that's anything but what our GM has been. And so I'd rather him swing and miss on Carson Wentz because, well, here, frankly, it's a one year deal. Because if they cut him after this season, it's I think cap hit. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a 15 or $20 million cap hit. It's like, and we have a ton of cap. It's, it's like not, it's doable. Like if he's as bad as he was for the Eagles, <laughs> for the Colts, like, A, we're not going to end up having to get, it'll be a second and a third round pick we gave up, which would still stink. And then it would be like, 
I think like an $18 million cap hit it works out to or something like that. So I'm like, you know, for uh, if it's truly a swing and a miss like that, I'm like, hey, man, you got to swing, you know, at some point. And right. That, that's <laughs> worth it for a guy who's had two Pro Bowl level years. One year was almost MVP. Like he's shown he can play. He's questionable in the locker room, but he's got Reich. I mean, he's familiar with them. I, I think it's definitely worth the shot. And, and to circle back to Luke, I feel like that's when Luke left Trinity to go to, to St. Joe. He had to take a shot. And yeah. uh, no regrets, unlike no, uh, our producer. To the tune of no probably regrets. six figures in, uh, in college basketball scholarship. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Um, but, um, no, I – here. my other thing is after, after the Stafford domino fell um, – it was, which apparently the Colts were involved in that. Everything I've heard and everything we're hearing is that the Colts were involved in that and they just got beat because the they, okay. the Lions wanted a young quarterback back that they felt like they like had potential to develop. And, and Brissett didn't count? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Brissett's not even under contract for Indianapolis uh, anymore. Okay. They okay. signed him to a two-year contract two years ago. He's a, free, he's, a, he's a free agent, I think. I think he might be a restricted free agent. Anyway, so... Um, but the point is, they don't have him under contract even. They only had um, their, what, like, fourth-round pick last year, Jacob Eason, quarterback yeah. at, like, Washington State or Washington, maybe. I don't know. So that was like, – He was, was at Georgia, yeah, then he transferred to Washington. Yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, that was, that's, that's the thing. Once that domino fell, and um, it turns out that I, I, I do think there there is um, – who was it? Gottlieb was on it. And I think Patrick said, Dan Patrick said something about it that Carson Wentz basically straight up told the bears, like, I don't want to go to Chicago. I want to go to Indianapolis or like not, maybe not. I don't want to go to Chicago. He was just like, I really want to go to Indianapolis. And so the bears were basically okay. like, we don't want to put a firm offer out there and risk having a disgruntled Carson Wentz on our team. And we're not going to do that, which is, you know, I'm like, is that a red flag for you? <laughs> yeah, no, there's a lot of red flags in this yeah. trade. Like there's a ton of red flags with Carson Wentz. Obviously I do like that. He didn't throw a fit when, cause that was the first test. Cause uh, our uh, now second year wide receiver, Michael Pittman jr. Wears number 11. Yeah. And apparently Wentz contacted him about, Hey, like, is there maybe a deal we could work out, which is pretty common for football players oh, like yeah. to buy yeah. jersey and everything, you know? And uh, the guy was basically like, nah, man, I'm number 11. And like, you know, oh, he, yeah. I mean, Pittman had a decent rookie year. I feel like Pittman, he should he should have given Wentz I, I think number. Pittman could develop into a Pro Bowler, though, man. Pittman's, I'm pretty high on Pittman. Oh, like, I know. I picked him up in my fantasy team, and he, he didn't come through. But he looked good in the playoffs for sure. So, sure. here and he said, Pittman said in an interview with TMZ Sports that Wentz was super respectful about it. And like was just like, hey man, I'm just really excited to play with you, and I totally get it. And I'm thinking about, I'm thinking I'm going to switch numbers anyway, basically. So I mean, at least if, like That's if he would have yeah. come in and started by throwing a fit about having his jersey, like I would have been like, oh man, you know. But here's sure. the thing, I guess. What who? As much as like, there's all this chatter talk about quarterbacks moving Russell Wilson, obviously Deshaun Watson close to home for you. I mean, and probably a him, a, a bunch of others like Matt Ryan. Just throwing names out here. That's Jared all we're Goff. doing. Yeah. We're just throwing we're just throwing these names out here. And what are you gonna have to give up to get one? Like a Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, like, okay, are you gonna gut your draft capital for the next four or five years? Are you okay with that? Like, I think the Colts are a deep enough team that they might be able to afford to do that, but right to win now. I mean, yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're now, sacrificing twenty twenty five and beyond to win in the next two or three years. It's it's a decision you have to make. Exactly. So That's I'm like though. 
And it's again, and and a lot of reports are that the Texans and the Seahawks are basically just hanging up the phone on people when they call. <laughs> so, oh, that's a great that's a great bargaining tactic. Play yeah. hard to get. Yeah. So, <laughs> but. I'm just like, so who, like, what were we going to do? Give up, like, two first-round draft picks for Matt Ryan? Because that's probably what it would take to move Matt Ryan from the, like, if I was the Falcons, like, especially at this point, I'd be like, yeah, we'll, we'll move Matt we'll move for two first-round picks at least, you know? Um, exactly. And- you, you gave up two picks in the 20 to 80 range for a quarterback that can play at a Pro Bowl level and may flame out. I, I think, you know, any quarterback you get in that range anyway probably has what? 20% chance of being a good starter. So I, I like it for the Colts. I I wanted him on the Bears if he would have been happy there, but I think you guys will be all right. It's it's going to be – it's a weird division, right? You got Urban Meyer now yeah. in the division with the Jaguars. I think the Titans will still be good, but I could definitely see some Derrick Henry fatigue. That guy's going to get worn out. Texans are going to be awful. So it's a very winnable division. Yeah, other than the Titans, like – and even if they – like. I don't know. I've heard some people be like, "Oh, this is like Super Bowl or buzz for the Colts." I'm like, "No, it isn't." If we would, if we get four <laughs> first round picks for like Deshaun Watson or Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, this is Super Bowl or bust now." But yeah, if not, like we could, like the Titans can win the division and we could take the wild card and win a playoff game. And I would be like, "Man, this is a pretty good season." Just getting to the playoffs, like you know, and Carson Wentz showing that he's you know i just i don't think we're gonna need that much from him man we just made the playoffs we won 11 games almost 12 because we were up 20 on the steelers and we had the bills on the ropes with philip rivers as our quarterback okay. throwing like at least a wounded duck every like half oh, you know? it was painful <laughs> would, would you would you rather have matt stafford or carson wentz Personally, I would rather have Matt Stafford. But okay, he's about what five years older, four years yeah, older. Yeah, but I, I just, I've always been, I've always liked Matthew Stafford. I thought, I think he's just a gamer man, and I think he's the opposite of Carson Wentz in that there's no personality or locker room red flags. It's the opposite with That's Stafford. True. All That's his true. dudes in the locker room are like, "This is our dog, man. We love this guy. We will run through a wall for him." So, and I mean, we've seen the thing with Carson Wentz that worries me the most is that like. Um, Brian actually, a uh, guest and friend of the pod, immediately mm-hmm. texted me a picture of the blue tent and was like, "This is your new friend, Nate." Oh. I, know, I, know, I get it. I get it. Okay, he's in. He's oft injured, so you know. I mean, but, they're used to it. They just came off Andrew Luck. Come on, come on. Yeah, Colts can exactly. handle that. I know, so what about what about? Do you think he's the best quarterback in the division now? You know, depending Watson, but oh, is he oh, better than Tannehill? Better than Tannehill? He he can be better than Tannehill. Right. High, well, higher ceiling, lower floor, right? It's yeah, yeah, play. yeah. I think he's got a higher ceiling and a lower floor. I would agree with that. And I'm not, I'm not like the Jaguars were a dumpster fire last year. That's the reason they they got the number one overall pick. Unless Lawrence is going to come out and be Andrew Luck his rookie year when the Colts won ten games, it still doesn't like, matter. Yeah, he doesn't have. I mean, he doesn't have Fournette. He doesn't have Ramsey. They don't have all the pieces that they have there. I mean, they just got no one. Yeah, they gutted everything for this. They tanked. They tanked yeah. for Trevor, and they got him now. And now they, they have tanked Trevor. too hard. And yeah, they tanked so hard, you know. Um, and they still almost lost if the Jets hadn't somehow won that football game. Whatever, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, man. I like, I like it. I like the potential for it. I do want to try to sign like a decent backup if we could. Like maybe, maybe even like, like based off what happened with Cam Newton, not getting claimed basically by anybody and then signing yeah. a $1 million contract. I'm like, Hey man, 
maybe we talk to Cam. We're like, Cam, come in and be our backup. We'll give you a million dollars to be our backup. <laughs> you know, I mean, we still have like 15 or $20 million in cap space. Right. Could, could Cam um, not run like the Taysom Hill offense from New Orleans? Like, I feel like they have a similar skill set at this point. Maybe, yeah. maybe Cam's not as good of a thrower as he once was, but. Or if, freight if, once train. Gets hurt, if once he gets hurt, at least I'm like, all right, at least we have a guy back there and it's not like Jacob Eason coming in for his first ever snap in the NFL. You know, that's that's scary to me. Yeah, you so just I don't do you, you don't want your backup to be Sage Rosenfels. You just don't want to be in yeah. that. That's no, I yeah, yeah. The Sage, the helicopter. <laughs> um the Rosencopter. Oh gosh. Yes. Oh my god. Um anybody that loves the NFL knows exactly what we're talking about when we refer to Sage Rosenfels as the helicopter. I yeah. Think. And I think um, it was like the Texans had never beaten the Colts at that point. Like they had like a it took them like eight years in their existence to beat them. I mean, that, we, had that was their Manning, best team. we had we had Manning too, and you guys were an expansion team. That's like kind of we had a car. We had the older car. Yeah. No. Yeah, had David Carr. Yeah, which you broke, David Carr. By the way, it was a broken. He won the Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl with the Giants. So I don't want to hear it. He was the best quarterback on that Giants team. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have Brian back on this pod at some point. <laughs> oh, please. Um, <laughs> but no, I'm I'm excited, man. I I think I'm not gonna buy a Wentz jersey by any means. But not again, yet. I'm like, if Wentz throws 25 touchdowns and has like. Under twelve fumble slash interception, twelve turnovers. Okay. Like, I think we make the playoffs, man. You know, I think Philip Rivers had like twenty three and ten, and we made the playoffs. So yeah, I, and I love like the Colts running game is like Taylor's pretty nasty. Nakeem Hines is like a freak, obviously doing backflips all over the place. Like they got talent on that, and their O line's good. I mean, they got the Q. Like they're in good shape. There was there was some stat that was like. There was somebody that was, you know, because everybody's always arguing about it. It's, it's, it's one of you're either like you hate Carson Wentz, you think he's basically the worst player in the NFL, or you're like, dude, the Eagles kind of sucked. And I'm like, you know, I'm I the whole time I've le- leaned towards like, dude, they, like if you watched Eagles games, it was like it was like watching Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Right? Hey, who was <laughs> Wentz? Throwing, like who? I can't even name their receivers. I think it was like they had Greg Ward, Houston's old quarterback. Yeah, other balls, than. Like, other than uh, Tyler, or uh, other than Zach Ertz, who had sure, the worst, sure. he had like 350 yards receiving last year, he had the worst season in his career by far, and kind of fell off a cliff, frankly, which hurt them a lot. That, so this was the stat that was thrown out. They're like, "Well, the Eagles were actually the Eagles were somehow like 12th in pass protection, and the Colts were 11th." And so the <laughs> argument, the argument in, in just pass protection, so like or whatever, passing, I don't know, whatever that means. So like, it's stats or stats. You can always manipulate stats to right. make it look one way or the other. And I'm like, okay. If you watch football, though, and you watch the Colts offensive line pass protect versus the Eagles, like they're on different planets, man. <laughs> right. Like how many how many times are the Eagles down by three touchdowns playing against prevent defense is like, yeah. let me know about yeah. that. Like, geez. exactly. That's a great. Point. I didn't even think about that. That's a fantastic. Yeah. If you're only rushing three or four because they're in third and 18, like, yeah, your pass defense, your pass protection is going to be pretty good. And even then, sometimes Car- I feel like Carson once had pressure up the middle and he had to bail. So and yeah. who's he throwing to? We don't really know. I, I just I, I think if the Colts can we gotta get a left tackle in the draft now, you know, but we have our first round pick, so that's big, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and or or in free agency. And I would like to either re sign T Y to a decent contract or like try to, you know, maybe we're gonna find another free agent wide receiver. There's gonna be some good free agent wide receivers, you know, I think out there. Juju Smith Schuster, God, I would just love to get Juju. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna happen, but 
Um, yeah, how many how many great wide receivers have the Steelers had, and then they just go away? Like Antonio Brown. Who I mean, I, I, they have so many. I can't even think of them right now. But they, I feel like they always get great ones, and they just move on. Uh, Manuel um, Sanders, Antonio Holmes, Heinz yeah. Ward. I feel like all these guys they just like go to different like, teams. Yeah, yeah, they do. They go to different teams basically. Um, I don't mm. know if Heinz did actually. God, no, no, a- Emmanuel. They they had like at one point they had Emmanuel oh, Sanders, okay. Antonio yep. Brown. Uh. We're butchering this, Nate, but I think we're on the same page here. No, we're definitely on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Claypool, our boy Claypool. Our boy Claypool, man. Claypool's a stud. J.J. Uh, yeah. Watt, I would love – like, J.J. Watt's another guy. I'm like, dude, the Colts could use another defensive lineman. I'm like, if the price is right, like, right. hey, bring J.J. in and bring him in on second and third down and just be like, hey, go get the quarterback. Don't worry about run to you. Just get on the edge and just get to the freaking quarterback. And, it, you know, and do whatever you can do like in the run game and just tackle somebody like and he's I think- been he's been hurt a lot but he's actually only 31 years old i, I would have guessed he was a couple years older than that so he's yeah. he, he's been yeah he's had two or three years uh, ruined by injury but yeah i think on the right team where he's not the focal point of the line like he could he could still wreak some havoc and no. and if, if, he, if he was i'm just saying in theory if he was on the colt and then you've got like are you kidding me you've got Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart actually had a really good season for us last year after signing a contract um which is a, a good sign for me whenever a, t- a player signs the contract and then has a, like their best career year I'm like freaking awesome it's, man. It's, like, you know, yeah. like, it's usually the other way and then you're like ah oh, crap like we got we got we got taken to the bank you know but um yeah so JJ Watt as I touched on in the intro he said he literally tweeted out the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. And people are literally mitochondria is tw- trending on Twitter right now. Like I kid you not. People are, people love JJ. I love JJ. He's captain. He's the closest thing we had to captain America basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they're like, okay, so mitochondria actually has the same number of letters as the Buffalo bills. I'm oh, like, wow. That's a stretch. That is a like, stupid, wait, 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 wait. stupid stretch. Also, there's some big cellular like biology center that's in Buffalo. I'm like, okay, all right, maybe. And then like okay. Browns fans are just like, there's a sea of mitochondria. He's coming to Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> so, nobody knows. I think he's just trolling everybody at this point. Hey, but it's just he's clearly enjoying himself, which is which is yeah. No, I I like JJ. Like we got on the sidelines one day. He threw a football to Pat. He came up and gave Dave a high five. Like he's he's yeah. a good guy who like generally cares, I think. Even if he's a little bit of a dweeb posting like workout videos himself on Instagram, like he means well and, and did a lot for the community. So I hope he can go in a title with the Bills, they'd be nasty. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think they are what they showed against the Chiefs. They're better than that. They could, with Watt and a healthy offense, defense, they, they could be a, a title contender in the AFC. No, yeah, I don't want him to go. I would like, I don't want him to go to the Bills. That's the, Yeah, selfishly, the, selfishly, I understand. Or the Chiefs, like, obviously. But, um, yeah, I, not that, I don't think the Chiefs have any cap station. No, that doesn't feel right. JJ yeah, one of the Chiefs. The whole contract's kicking in, too. So, um, but yeah, who are, I guess, final thoughts on the NFL. Who do you want to be the Bears quarterbacks next year? Because, like, I don't think you want Nick Foles, do you? <laughs> no. no. Yeah, I mean, if, if we could make Matt Ryan happy, I'd be happy about that. Um, what would you give up for him? Like, two first-round picks? For Ryan, uh, I'd, I'd probably like a first and a second. I mean, he's he's clearly, yeah, he's – 
probably more of a proven commodity at this point than Wentz. Um, but he's certainly not approaching a Russell Wilson Watson level, I think, given his what he's 33, 34 years old at this point. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I agree with that though. And like for the Bears, like I just don't they're not they're not like on the doorstep of contending for a Super Bowl. So I don't understand why people are like, they should give up four first round picks for Deshaun. I'm like, and then what? And then what? <laughs> you know, like, well, not- I, don't, I don't know, man. The, the NFC is such a, such a crapshoot. I, I just feel like the NFC is not that strong uh, as proven. No. Like, you know, the Bucks can come in there 11 and five, look disorganized at times and, and come out of there. So yeah. yeah, they had the refs on their side too. That always helps. They you did. Know? They did. Um, no, but I know the bears would definitely be a playoff team with Deshaun Watson. I'm just saying, in two or three years with him still, like you're gonna, that's gonna hurt when you just don't have every year. You're just like, well, we're picking fiftieth or whatever, you know? <laughs> like that, that sucks. Yeah, that's, it's like being a Texans uh, fan. It's cool. It's but we have Laramie Tunsil, so it's all right. Yeah, but the Texans <laughs> did it. To the yeah. Too. So like, yeah. You know, and they don't. Yeah. Wow. What a train wreck of an organization, Joe. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> And I just I and they're they're still refusing to take calls on him and everybody's like, Yeah, we call him, they just hang up. But then at the other side, it's like, Yeah, but you guys keep calling Deshaun Watson and he basically just hangs up the phone. And again, I don't think Deshaun Watson will sit out a whole season. But I didn't think Le'Veon Bell would sit out a whole season either. And he lost way less money than Deshaun Watson would lose by sitting out a whole season. Yeah. So um or he could be really shitty and sit out 10 games and come in, come in week 11 or whatever it is and accrue a season. And then they would be, that would really, that would be the ultimate FU move, which we haven't ever seen. Yeah. I'm like, you know, technically you could do that and it would still count as a season on your contract. I and mean, I guess the Texans couldn't do anything. If they no. cut him, like, yeah, no, they couldn't do anything. They could, they would dock him 10 game checks. So he'd get uh, docked 10 16th of his pay. Because I'm just going out on a limb here and saying that if he doesn't come in, they're not making the playoffs for ten games, and then that would be it. And he'd be like, "Okay, cool, whatever. I'm gonna I'm gonna live off of whatever I make in six games, whatever six sixteenth of my paycheck is. I'm gonna be I'll be okay." So and then, Nate, you know, you're depressing me. I'm sorry, dude. I just I just to, whoever is giving whoever is gonna give you four first round picks, I think you just take it from them at that point. You know. Yeah. Um, but it's got to be four. Don't give me three in Christian McCaffrey's crappy contract. I guess that's my thing. <laughs> that was one that was thrown out there, and I'm like, I tell him, hey, just give us four first round picks because like McCaffrey signed to a lot of money, so that's like you know, and, and McCaffrey's fantastic. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but he's a running back. He's a running back. If you're going to reboot too, like don't bring in a monster. Don't bring in the biggest running back contract in the history of the NFL. You know. Yeah. And for what? For who? You know, you're going to clearly be trying to draft a quarterback at that point. So, <sighs> <sighs> love the off season though. So a lot going on, but a sport that is in season. Your your beloved NBA. What's going on there? I mean, it, it seems like I know uh, Anthony Davis is hurt right now. So the Jazz are really. I think they're up in the th- by three games in the West right now. They're looking really mm-hmm. strong. Best record in the NBA. East is still kind of up in the air but i i mean the nets great offense terrible defense i don't know what to make of them it's it's kind of a fun year i'm once we get through march i'm ready to to fully pivot because the nba is going to be fascinating this year i think yeah the nba is going to be really good the trailblazers are like they're a good team right now the suns are really good too when you're out in phoenix maybe take yeah. the kids to see chris paul you know can you um, do they have fans at any nba games right now 
I don't think so. I don't no. think so either. I don't think so. But Arizona would be a state that would allow fans if they could, but I don't think. Yeah, so. Matt, aren't you always saying that like COVID doesn't exist in Arizona? It's just not exist only in, in NBA stadiums. It's not a thing. That's oh, Arizona's just like it, every time I'm going through there, it's just like. It's just so blatantly obvious. This is good just people there. Thing. Good people. Yeah. <laughs> good people. Salt yeah, of the earth. That's uh, that's how I felt in Florida at times, <laughs> and you could always tell because the people yeah, that were down yeah. there that were paranoid were like wearing a mask, walking on the beach, just like staring at everybody, playing with their kids in the sea, and like not wearing. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I get it. Like you're, but I'm not gonna wear a freaking mask on the beach with my kid. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go back to you New know, Jersey. No, it's not how. Yeah, that's not. No, um, yeah, but there was, yeah, there it was. It was bad though, because like you know, at the you know tiki bar or whatever, everybody's walking around the pool, just you know, man. Which I'm not scared because I had COVID. You're not scared. Ninety day. I'm in the ninety day window, so I'm like, all right, this is kind of perfect for me. Honestly, I can just party and not worry about it. But no, the um, Mm. the Nets look good. I do think that Lakers win has lost a little bit of its luster after the. Lakers just lost to the Wizards in overtime last night. I don't know if you yeah. saw that. Um, but the Nets, the Nets are going to be tough, man. And the East is kind of muddled. Um, I think anybody that's just like, no, it's the 76ers or no, it's the Bucks coming out. I'm like, I think you're just a hater at this point. Like the Nets are the best team. They're going to get to, they're going to get Kevin Durant back. And then like, they're going to like sign to Marcus cousins or something. You know, they just cut the, the, your rockets just cut him. That's yeah. the that's the perfect like, and he's not the perfect guy because they kind of need more of a defensive shot blocker. But they need a big like that's they need a big body. And I'm like, yeah, that would like, be the fear, right, Nate? Like in in the playoffs when it slows down, the defense compresses a little bit, and they have the Sixers have Embiid or the Bucks have Giannis. Like, what are you going to do to slow those guys down? Man, we just they're making the finals. I guess is what I'm saying. I don't wow. know if they're going to win the finals, yeah. but like we we've done this with these super teams like LeBron gets together with Dwayne like originally that was the original like well no the original big three was the Celtics and everybody did oh there's only one ball and then what do they do they go win champion <laughs> LeBron's first year it's like oh there's only one basketball guys <laughs> and it's like and they have nobody else other than Dwayne Wade LeBron James and Chris Bosh and then they go to the finals you know and they lose to the Mavericks but I'm just like it's it's different it? though you know it is different because like with the Celtics it was Garnett he's a more of a big man of four even with the heat it was Bosh but like with I mean, with this, the Nets, it's KD's a three. I am, you know, Harden's a guard. Irving's a guard. Like, it's – there's not Harden's, enough ball, I don't Harden's think. a point guard. They're going to let Ir- – Irving's just going to be, like, a scoring guard, basically. They're going to let him – not a shooting guard. He's a scoring guard. He's going to, like, we'll do – We'll see. We'll see. They have a – those guys are a couple of head cases. I, I feel bad for KD trying to manage those personalities when they're down 3-1 in the series. Good Dude, luck. This is- this was good for them. They, Durant got hurt because it forced Harden and Irving to figure it out. And then Irving came out and said it. He's like, yo, me and James talked about it. He's the point guard. He's better at <laughs> – yeah, he is. He's better at setting up guys than you are. There's a reason he averaged like 30 points, 10 assists in wow. – plus like, you know, you know, I just – unless one of those three gets hurt, the Nets are going to the finals. I don't know if they're going to win it all because I think the Lakers are going to be sitting there and the Lakers are an awful matchup. Like the Lakers with a healthy Anthony Davis, like who the hell is going to stop him? He's going to go just, he's going for 40 and LeBron's going to do LeBron things. So 
Right, um, and AD AD can probably he, AD can guard KD decently well, and then LeBron could probably shut down Harden, and then yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, LeBron will LeBron will shut down Harden. It'll be Kyrie. Kyrie will be you know pissed off trying to do Kyrie things, but I don't know if that that'll be. But I just who you know the Sixers are improving. Oh, Embiid's a monster. Don't get me wrong. Embiid's another guy, but I just I think if uh, I don't know, like what, what how many points is Embiid going to have to score to beat to beat them? In a seven-game series, he's not. You know? They still have Simmons, though. Simmons is a lockdown defender as well. And yeah, I, I don't know. If you gave me the Nets or the field, I'd, I'd take the field and feel pretty good about it. That's fine. No, the no, I would too. I mean, it's the field versus. But I just, I think the Nets are coming out of the East, man. You know, that's 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 my bold prediction, and I don't think it's that bold of a prediction because they're they're the. I think they're number two behind the Lakers, which it might shift now with Anthony Davis just clearly sitting until we don't know when, and like. The Nets, we might see the Nets as the favorite to win the NBA title here within like a week or two. <laughs> Honestly, wow. it's crazy to, think. crazy to say that, but I like they're they're like pl- they're like plus three hundred right now, and the Lakers were like plus two something. They and, just strike me as the Clippers of twenty twenty one. I I just don't see it. I don't see it. Clippers of twenty twenty one. Yeah, they yeah. didn't have a, the Clippers didn't have a third though, man. Like these are three of like. How dare you disrespect Patrick Beverly? Like I mean, I'm disrespecting Patrick Beverly. Like <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think this team. I, I think that team's really good. I think anytime we get that much talent, you get that much talent on a team, and the argument against them is like they can't play defense, and there's only one basketball. Like every like who who is the who's the big three that hasn't made it to the finals? You know, like who's that? Like that have been on that? Like I'm not saying as good. I'm just saying like near ish that level you know anytime you get three dudes that are that good at basketball unless one of them gets hurt you make the finals like it's that you know it's just and there's no there's no lebron that's the thing if lebron was in the east still i'd be like yeah you know we'll see but yeah lebron's in the west and he'll be waiting for them i think because i don't i don't know i don't have unless ad's hurt hurt and then it's really interesting we'll see so um that's all we have to do on the nba i know you i know you got it through that oh yeah i I appreciate it so, Lots of fun. Lots um, of fun. no, we'll, we'll pivot to college basketball. Um, this is because Michigan won, right? Your Michigan Wolverines, they bounced back after getting blown out at Minnesota, who's no longer a tournament team. They haven't lost again since. And top four matchup. It's the first time ever I was surprised that Michigan Ohio State game was between two top five teams. So that was pretty cool really? to see that. Yeah, it was back and forth the whole time. Uh, the game was in Columbus, so a great road win for Michigan, even you know with limited fans. Um, but yeah, I was impressed. Uh, Michigan shot the lights out. Uh, you know that number one Dickinson. I guess he's a freshman technically. He looks like he's thirty years old, but he's a great big man. Uh, Livers is still around from their you know the runner up team. Like they have yeah, Liver, a, Livers is like a seventh year senior. Or whatever. Yeah, they have a good mix yeah. of transfers and young guys and veterans. They have baby. Uh, Wagner, baby Wagner. He didn't play that well that game, but uh, he, you know, he can show out in decent. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think Michigan kind of solidified themselves as the the number three team, which sounds weird, right? Being number three, but in a year where we have undefeated Gonzaga and Baylor, that's not a bad place to be. Yeah, and they're the only thing that's stopping me from just straight up betting on Gonzaga and Baylor, like laying fifty bucks on each of them to win the championship. <laughs> you would still come out on top if either of them won at that point, but. Yeah. I'm like Michigan's there, man. Michigan's right there with those guys. I think honestly, I might, you know, I might just lay a little bit on them, but gross. They, I know, I know it's gross. They're, they're good. I, I don't hate Michigan basketball, man. I really don't like, I can't, I don't know why. I don't know what it is, but uh, 
Maybe part of it's because Notre Dame and I used bubbles got burst this weekend. It feels no, like that. I I used still alive. They're still alive. They gotta. They have to take care of business like the rest of the season. They probably yeah. have to beat Rutgers, um, and they play. Uh, do they play Michigan State one more time at Michigan State? They ha- definitely have to beat Michigan State. <laughs> Revenge game. Revenge game. Not your typical then, Michigan State team, unfortunately. It's not. But I don't know, man. I, I that was a loss we had to have. It felt like. So there was a thread. There was a lot. They, of stuff uh, they actually, there. yeah, they have the Rutgers game. They host Michigan this Saturday, so that's yeah. that's an opportunity. That's, and then they yeah. finish up at Michigan State and at Purdue. So real, I mean, if they go two and two, that might be two, enough. If they go two and two, you got to win at least one or two games in the Big Ten tournament, I think. Unless so. they beat, unless they beat Michigan, I feel like if they beat Michigan and win one other game, I think they're in. Like Michigan's a big enough win. Because they have what they have two wins over Iowa, like that's not yeah. insignificant, Nate. That's no, that is that's something. Big. Like I'm, we're rooting hard for Iowa up here in Indiana for sure. <laughs> and then they have a, I mean, they have a win over Stanford, who's kind of a bubble team. They have a win over Providence, who's a little bit bubbly. Win over Butler, like they're, I, I, I think, I mean, their resume is head and shoulders above Notre Dame right now. So I, I think they're uh, here. Here's, here's where the discussion went with uh, my college guys. Can you guys still hear me? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. So, immediately, we were, uh, what did Brian say? He said, today's the day, the final air in the coffin. I can't explain how much I hate this team. I'm doing a New York accent. And this coach, (laughs) Finnessy doesn't belong in the Big Ten, but he plays all the goddamn time. He wouldn't play for a team in the MAC, but he's a starter for us. I can't accept that. (laughs) I'm like, such a bad loss. I watched the whole thing. They need to fire Archie. We started talking about his buyout. It's a ten point three five million dollar buyout, and so Something. we basically might be stuck with him until April first, twenty twenty two, when it drops to like three and a half million. But Brian said, or Jordan's Jordan, one of my other friends, says a booster's going to step up and fire him. He has to go. The game was pathetic, so <laughs> that's that's where IU people are at right now. We're discussing Archie Miller's buyout, and you know. Life goals being able to like just pony up fifteen million dollars and be like, hey, but you have to fire this asshole. Wow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so that's who do I'm you want? What do you want? Brad Stevens? He's cooling off. I don't Get Matt Painter in there. Still Purdue's coach. Purdue is owned. Yeah. I'm I'm like there. I'm like we're, we're all there. I'm like and I I'm always that guy that's like, who are you gonna get that's better? Don't just fire him. And I'm just like, fuck this, fire him. He's awful. We're not. We might miss the tournament for three straight years under him. At That's least with, true. At least with Crean, we were like competing for Big Ten champion. We won a regular season Big Ten title, and we were That's going big. to the tournament like every other year. We went. We had multiple Sweet Fifteen runs. I'm like, right. I think you had a one seed, right? And it was the issue was that he didn't get to the Final Four, but like that's no, a better problem a, than yeah. we had a. It was a two seed, and then okay. we were in the same freaking bracket with that Kentucky team, and we were the only team to beat Kentucky that year, other than them when they rested a bunch of guys in the SEC championship game because they knew they were going to get the one. The one seed was locked for them at that point, the way it was shaking out. Right. So Cal Perry basically, he rested like Anthony. He rested guys in the SEC championship. So he was like, we don't care. We're going to win the title this year. And then they did. They won the title, and they had like four or five guys drafted in the first round that year. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Mm. Mm. So. Um, it's a tough draw. I don't know. It, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough when, like, everybody was – I, I always liked Crean. He was there when I was there. He always, I always felt like he really cared about IU, and he he still has a a 
place in the hearts for IU students. I feel like they will always love Tom Crean because he came in and they had nothing. And Kelvin, mm-hmm. Kelvin Sampson had just gotten, you know, fucked over for text messages, which the further away we get from that, the more bogus and almost frankly racist it kind of seems. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We're going to go after this guy for impermissible text messages. I'm like, okay. Cause that's what's, that's what's the worst thing that's going on in college basketball these days, clearly. Right. Meanwhile, Louisville has like strippers on campus. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah. 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 Don't <laughs> worry about that. Yeah. But we got to get IU. We got to, you know, they, I mean, they, they, they threw the freaking kitchen sink at us. Hey, man. thankfully, like, Samson recovered. He's at Houston doing great yeah. things and they're going to be a three seed. So don't worry about it. Just root for Houston. No, they will probably be a three seed. Yeah. No, I am basically rooting for Houston at this point. <laughs> I've been doing well betting on them, honestly, too. Um, I didn't. Uh, what? Did, who did they lose to? Was it Wichita? No, they did lose to Wichita State. So we were happy here actually because Wichita State needed that game. They're kind of a bubble team, so that was their best win. So yeah, no, by far, no. And that's a quality win, man. Houston's really good. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame, though, man. Like I Wolf, went man. down to the beach. They're up twenty points. I'm they like twenty. There's sixteen minutes to go. They're up twenty points. We're killing it. We got this. We're not gonna blow a twenty point lead. And then you actually texted me, furious. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking Bad. about? Like, I'm mad about IU too. What do you mean Notre Dame? And you're like, Notre Dame lost. They blew it. I'm like, what are you, how did they lose this game? I stopped watching. They were playing. You points. should have seen how they, they they just didn't like it's like they'd I'm never seen the zone before. Like they didn't know how they couldn't make any passes into the post. They were just throwing it at Syracuse defenders. Buddy Bayheim, Jim Bayheim's son, scored 30 oh. points. Like it was a perfect storm in that awful carrier dome and just was a great tombstone on this craptastic season for the irish yeah man and here here here's here's the thing that i want to say because the guys on local sports talk radio you know they can't they gotta they can't it's not as candid as we ever will be they're not friends you know i get it Mm. but they're just so mike bray after the game they're asking him like what happened and he's basically like you'll have to ask our leadership referring to like the the seniors and juniors and stuff like that okay and just Basically, just like he didn't call out any names, but he was just super critical of his team, basically. And I'm like, I yo, I, I mean, okay, I get it, but I'm like, Mike, like you're the coach, man. Like you're the coach. They couldn't, they couldn't, if like you know. And I would watch some replays of him. Like, couldn't break his own. Like, come on, man. Like you're. Supposed it's to, because it's because not- their point guard sucks, Nate. It's because Hub is not the guy. They don't have Demetrius Jackson. They don't have Farrell. They don't have. Tory Jackson, like he's never had such bad ball handling guards as Goodwin and, and Hub is a problem. Yeah. Pat Connaughton. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I just didn't like that, I guess. I was like, you know, Bray, you've been here like close on 20 years. But he and- never does that. That that should be like a oh I, I mean it's troubling for him, but it's troubling for the team as well. Like he he never throws his guys no, under the bus. He never throws his guys under the bus. So it really showed a lot of frustration from him and everything. But I'm like, you know, I don't know, man. Just have have I wanted him to have more accountability, I guess. And he never does that. But I just I didn't I don't mm-hmm. like that, man. Because at the end of the day, they're still eighteen to twenty two year old kids, I guess. And you're the coach, man. Like, you know, you're you're probably gonna get damn near a statue outside of the Joy Center when it's all said and done. Um, but like, just, I don't know. I just, that didn't sit well with me, I guess. That's all, that's all I would say about it. And I hated how the local guys were just like, Oh, Bray. He's like, you know, he clearly sees something in this team and he's trying to, I'm like, or he was just being a dick. After the game. <laughs> you know, Mike Bray's kind of a dick, you know, I don't want to yeah. get into some of the rumors and everything that go on in South Bend, but you know, they range. I, from- I mean, yeah. Handsy waitresses. We've heard friendly. about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Um, but yeah, I, I just, it sucks. 20 point loss, 20 point beat. I guess that's my thing. You can't blow a 20 point loss and then not have, have zero accountability as a coach, which is what I feel like he has and the media is allowing to have. The local sports media is allowing him to have. That's fair. So, yeah. I don't want to fire Mike Bray. Mike Bray is the best coach that Notre Dame could probably have had, and he's done a lot with some mediocre teams. And they went to two eight, elite eights, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, But I just – that didn't sit well with me again. And part of it's because, like you said, he never does that. So he threw – I don't know. But maybe – Maybe I'll start. They're, are they playing New Louisville tonight? Are they doing anything? Uh, way, I, I recorded that. I'm going to watch it later and, and okay. be disappointed. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know what happened. Okay. <laughs> if it was Louisville, they, they probably went to overtime and lost because that's what we do in Louisville. Uh, yeah, that's true. I almost laid 50 on like a little odd boost on hate betting Notre Dame, but I actually I actually got fucked by betting Duke on that uh, Duke Notre Dame game. Yeah, Duke has yeah. been hot. Duke Duke Kentucky like they're all clawing their way back in the tournament but notre dame won you tell me notre dame wins at duke and at kentucky i they're never going to do that again and they don't even make the tournament it's just such a weird year you tell me notre dame wins at duke and kentucky and blows 20 point leads to georgia tech and syracuse in the same season like what what year is it is it 1971 like what i don't even know i don't even know that doesn't even work i have no idea yeah no kentucky's (laughs) been good for like 100 years now so i have no idea what year yeah yeah. So, but yeah, Kentucky's not making the tournament. That's for sure. Um, I don't know. They they blew out Tennessee, Nate. Like they're they're hot right now. So they. Oh really? Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, geez. yeah. They uh they've been playing well. So I don't know. And you know you know the committee's going to give Duke. They're going to give Kentucky the benefit of the doubt. If they're close, they're going to let them in. It's just oh they'll give just them the thirteen seed if they have to. Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, which, like they should, like that doesn't even make sense. Like I think eleven seed's supposed to be at the top. But, right, and they'll uh, be playing all their games in Indiana, and they'll have all the home court advantage. It'll be great. It'll be great. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah, man, that's all I had on college basketball. Unless you want to yeah. touch on something. No, else. let's get to the social on... meets. Social yeah, meets. Social meets. Social meets. Sorry, man. Well, social media story, probably probably a little late to the party. Anybody who's listening to this is probably already well aware of this, but uh Tiger Woods. Yeah, Wood man, that was two thousand eight accident this morning. Oh, this is another one? Okay. Uh, number what is this? This is number three. Oh, it's think, three? Right? I don't know. Uh I think it's his third one, yeah, yeah. Because the first one was uh when the first he, one was his wife house, beating the back then... of his SUV with a golf club. Funnier and funnier the further Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen the photos, but it's nasty. They actually, if you actually found it on TMZ, believe it or not, that the you can see oh. the blood inside she, the car on the on the airbag. So the what, was he, what was he driving? So, uh, okay. uh, it was an SUV. Uh, what? Why was he driving that? And they had to use. <laughs> I don't know. They had to use okay. the jaws of life to get him out. But... Don't buy one of those. Not safe. Yeah, not check safe. it out. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's pretty. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. Uh, he didn't. They like said he too that thing. they uh, they checked his breath and they kind of like you got to wait for the blood work to come back. But they were like he didn't appear to be impaired or anything. So wow, no, yeah, super and weird. he had like uh, yeah. pretty bad fractures on his legs too. This is like it's real, man. This is like I don't know what like he's done. Thing. He could be done. Like, yeah, yeah, he might be done. Like his back's already effed yeah, clearly. And now his legs are apparently effed. And he's yeah, in his forties. He's not a young man. Yeah, no, he's not. He might be on the senior tour. We might yeah, see him on the senior tour someday. Supposed... But like, I don't know, man. This is like, 
it's really bad injuries, you know. So, yeah, they say he's lucky. To yeah, be they alive. had to, at first they were reporting it was the jaws of death, and then uh, I think later it came out that that wasn't quite true. It was like a, a crowbar and like a sledgehammer sort of thing. But oh, like, yeah, still good. like the I think the the police report was that basically yeah they said that he's lucky to be alive, as you said. So, which aren't is we all though? Aren't we all? We are. We are. We are. Oh yes. I think it's a better year than last year. I mean, the numbers <laughs> are going down. So, isn't it funny how our first podcast we would talk about COVID every time, and then at some point we're just like, "There's nothing else yeah, to say. There's, there's no nothing more." Else to say. <laughs> so, yeah. well, that's depressing. But no thoughts yeah. and prayers of Tiger. No, no, no sarcasm there either. Like that sucks. Um, and if he wasn't impaired and it was just some freak accident too, that's this is really unlucky, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure some yeah, people, they have karma, so. but I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah, so. I don't know. He's probably gone through a lot. Like, just let him play golf. Yeah. Yeah. He got that Masters win, man. That was, that was, if that's, that's true. If that's how it ends, if like that was his swan song, like, I think he's okay with that, you know? He doesn't um, need to catch Jack. It's just, he's just fine. No, no. And it'll be, uh, It'll be uh, it'll always be the argument, you know. There'll always be the old guys that are like Jack's the greatest. Like, yeah, it's yeah. like I mean, it's it, but it's like, yeah, Jack had the better career, the Tom Brady career, but like at his prime, the the Tiger Woods, the Peyton Manning, like he was terrifying in that three to five year stretch, and yeah, no one could stop Peyton, him. Peyton in the two minute drill, man. Like that was there was a time when like that just it was just you see the defense just screaming at each other. Yeah, good days yeah. of my life. Now I'm getting emotional about it. Probably time for Joe's bets of the week. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Bets of the week. Um, last time we went futures heavy, but I found some lines on some games coming up uh, tomorrow night. So let's try to stay current. Uh, we're going to get this thing edited. We're going to get this out quickly so we can get this podcast out tomorrow. Get your bets in, get these in for tomorrow night. So we've talked about it. IU Hoosiers, they need to win. They need to win at least two out of four, probably three out of four to feel good about things. They're playing at a Rutgers team who's been reeling a little bit. Get the hook. IU plus three and a half at Rutgers. It's a must win. Trace Jackson Davis, what a beast. I think they can do this or at least lose in a heartbreaking fashion by less than (laughs) four points. They could definitely lose in heartbreaking fashion. I've seen them do that. It's Rutgers. Come on. It's you, you gotta beat Rutgers. I don't care what they're doing right now. You have to beat Rutgers. Yeah, they have to be Rutgers. No, I agree. Um, I'll take it, Joe. I'll take it because I know I'm you're not gonna poo-poo. put anything I'm on gonna, that. I'm not gonna yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna poo poo that, but I'm I'm t- I'm nervously gonna like bet ten dollars on that. <laughs> and maybe maybe there'll be a profit boost I can throw on it and tease the line up to to like five or six. <laughs> we'll see. Not a bad strategy. Um, yeah, yeah. I this freaking team, man. This freaking coach, God. They're just they're really they're really appalling sometimes. But <laughs> no, no. They need they have to win. They have to like this is uh they why did they lose to frick? Can't believe they lost that game. That was such a brutal. brutal. <sighs> All right, my um, next one. We'll we'll stay in college. The Florida State Seminoles. Probably the most talented athletic team in the ACC. They're going at Miami, who's just given up, and they're only favored by 12 points. Uh, let me remind you, Miami just lost by 27 points at home to Georgia Tech. They lost by 10 points to our Fighting Irish. They're not a good team. 
They've given up on Larry Nega. It's probably time for Larry Nega to retire at Miami. Florida State's going to be a 2-3 seed in the tournament, only getting 12 points. They're going to win this game by 20. Take the Knolls at All right. Ames. Yeah. I, I like this evaluation, Joe. Yeah, no, and I love Florida State, man. I love their coach, and, yeah, they're long and athletic, and they play hard. I don't know. I've, yeah, I've they, they, they just remind me of going up. Remember when we played Lalamere in the aircraft hangar, and we just – they were alley-ooping on us. We couldn't guard them. Like, we didn't know what to do. You remember that game? Yeah, they had college. They had they were allowed to freaking recruit players, and yeah. we had like 250 kids in our school. Freaking six foot, and they're like, hey, Coach hey. God's like, yeah, go guard the seven footer. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, what the <laughs> hell? like <laughs> that was a great game. Was a that was a great game. game, though. That was a fun game. They had that kid. Did he go down and play at Florida State? Uh, I think they had a guy who went to like DePaul, which still for us, I mean, playing against someone at DePaul is like, yeah, yeah anybody we were playing against that was going D1, that was stupid. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, God, I'll never, yeah, no, I'll never forget that game. They had a weird gym, too. Weird, it gym. was like, I yeah, it was I'm, an old like Quonset hut thing, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I, I, I'm only like 20 minutes away from it, and they had a kid that he's he's going, he's at IU right now, actually. I'm blanking really? on his name. But- um, I I'm I'm thinking like the next guy or game that's there that's good post COVID obviously yeah uh, I'm gonna try and go because like it was a cool gym and I was like that would be a fun game to like you know go watch a basketball game with like uh, maybe maybe when you're in town we'll we'll, we'll watch a Lollamere basketball game or something yeah let's we'll scout them out let's scout yeah. them out yeah I, I, you can hire us as as recruiters let's do it. Yeah, yeah, no, the IU needs all the money they can for Mr. Miller's buyout, frankly. <laughs> okay, fine, we'll, we'll volunteer. Yeah. Um, and my last one, you may find this a little bit controversial, but I went to the NBA, and I saw Lakers, look, they don't have Anthony Davis, I understand, but they're playing at the Jazz. You know they want to win this one. They've, they've lost multiple games in a row, and they're getting eight points at the Utah Jazz, plus eight. I think that's too many. Like, you know, four points, okay, fine. The Jazz have all their players. They're healthier. They're more motivated. They're at home in a weird elevation. But eight points, LeBron's playing, right? Like, I think the Lakers are motivated enough to keep this close, maybe win it. Give me Lakers plus eight at the Jazz. I um, I don't want to end the pot like this, man, but I just – I I disagree. I think the Lakers are one of the worst teams in basketball without Anthony Davis, as weird as that is to say. Like, I just – here, here, here's, here's my logic behind it, okay? When before Anthony Davis was on the Lakers, they had LeBron and a bunch of pieces. And we now realize that a bunch of those pieces were pretty good, like Brandon Ingram, um, you know, Lonzo Ball. I'd argue Josh Hart's a decent role player. So they traded all those guys and got Anthony Davis and got a bunch of arguably worse role players. Kuzma. Um, <laughs> who's, if Kuzma's your best player or your second best player, man, I think you're in a lot of trouble. Caruso. So I'm, not, I'm not betting the Lakers money line. I'm not betting the Lakers plus anything. I, I think this could get really ugly for them, which is why I'm kind of high on the nets. Cause I just think the Lakers are really going to sink and it's going to turn into this. Okay. But like, how far can we let ourselves? I'm not saying they're going to lose every game, but okay. the Utah Jazz are the best team in basketball right now, man. Like they're playing, they're playing the best basketball. Maybe they're not the best team. No, they're the best team in basketball. They're playing the best basketball. Wow. They are the best team in basketball. Yeah. So, um, and like I said, if the Lakers have a healthy Anthony Davis, and even if you're giving me one point in that, I'm like, oh, yeah, take that. But I don't know. That scares me. That's that's the one that scares me. I'll bet the two college ones for you because I'm fucking awful at betting college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash. 
Yeah. So, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. No, it's it's good. A little bit of controversy is fine. Yeah, yeah. No. And I, I, like eight points is a lot. I agree. Like I wouldn't bet. I don't think I'd bet the Jazz minus eight. But I just. I just. I'm, I've seen LeBron in this spot where it's like, okay, LeBron's going to. He just. He. Sometimes he can still turn it on. I mean, he's still. I mean, he's an MVP candidate. He can turn it on. But like. He take he takes it personally when he's you know going no, against I, the best. Sometimes I just feel like maybe we could have a LeBron game and they can. I agree. Take a I that. I think you're better off. I think you're better. I think the juice is better at like betting LeBron to have a thirty point triple double, for mm-hmm. example, which would probably be like plus two something. You know, because yeah. I think just for him to have a p- triple double in tonight's game was like plus two something, and I was like, all right, I'll throw a five on that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> can he pull it off? Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. I didn't even look, honestly. Probably not. I'm a uh, God. I'm fucking awful at gambling sometimes. <laughs> and football, football, losing football for me was really tough. I didn't realize that. I just like I'm actually decent at betting. Fo- I'm okay at betting football, and I'm kind of I'm I'm really bad at betting college basketball, and I'm maybe mediocre at betting the NBA. <laughs> so, no, in the in the Wizards game, he was 31, 13, and nine. One yeah. rebound away. One rebound away. I knew it. God damn it. Uh. <laughs> Whatever. So. Yeah, they got Marcus Saul though, man. They they got some players. They got some players. Yeah, Marcus Saul. Montres Harrell. That's a good keep. I mean, they... they need all these role players to step up and like learn how to play with just LeBron. It could be good for them in the long run, you know. Yeah. But like, they're gonna have to like if they fall. Like I think there's a real chance they fall to like the four or five or even six spot unless unless Anthony Davis is coming back, like yeah. right when they think he's coming back. But I think what they would love to do is they'd love to basically rest him until ten games in the re- left in the regular season. Um, my understanding is it's a pretty serious injury and they're terrified that it's going to get worse. So yeah, you have to be careful with big men too. I mean, they just have a history of their feet, their legs just giving out on them because of the, all the weight. Even though he's not a particularly heavy guy, but still scary. Yeah, and they just they just won a championship. Like they just put a ton of toll on their bodies, and then they had to turn around a month later and play again. And yes. like LeBron's an alien, but other than that, I think everybody else is probably exhausted on that team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, this was a good pod, man. I had I had a lot of fun. This was good. I'm glad oh, you yeah. got on, Matt. We were we were scared. We were like Matt's bailing on us. <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. It worked out. Uh, I'm so sorry. Somehow Matt makes all his flights, so yeah. he he can get the time zone straight for this too. We believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all, all right. I had. Yeah. That's, it. that's all we got. I still can't get. I still can't get the uh, the weeks right. I can't remember. Is this thirty two? Thirty three? I don't know. It might be thirty three. It's getting close to. It's getting close to here. Anyway, thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in.